Welcome to the KDB Review Podcast and another very special bonus episode, and it's a really good one, as we're talking to Stephen Ewer, the CEO of Bathroom Brands. It's always great to talk to Stephen, and we'll be getting his views on the health of the market, the biggest factors affecting its growth, and more specifically, what plans and strategies Bathroom Brands has to get the most out of 2024. It's a proper insight into the mind of one of the UK sector's leading figures, so don't miss it. Yes, this episode is brought to you by our good friends at Bathroom Brands. They are, of course, a hugely successful and well-known designer, importer and supplier of bathroom and sanitary wear products across its suite of established brands, Crosswater, Burlington, Clearwater and Britain. You can find out all about them at bathroombrands.com and that link is in the episode description. So down the line, here is Stephen Newer from Bathroom Brands. Hello, Stephen. How are you? Hi, Andrew. I'm good, thank you. And you? I'm very well, thank you. Are you coming live from Dartford? I'm not today. I'm oh. in Staffordshire today. Some meetings nearby this afternoon. That's good. I mean, Dartford is, you know, you have an incredible uh, facility there, but Dartford, the place, or as I like to call it, Bridge on the River Y, <laughs> is best known, of course, for a bridge that no one can ever get across. But you are one of the best things about Dartford. <laughs> You're very kind. It's great to talk to you today. I think it's probably been about a year ago since we did this, I think, something like that. And Bathroom Brands, massive company here in the UK. And so it's great to pick your brains a bit because I think you're a real bellwether for the market in general. So we've got a year to catch up on. Let's start with the big picture. How are you reading the overall market at the moment? What are the big macroeconomic things you're going to look for to give you some steer on where 2024 might go? Okay, so, so 2023 as a whole, I think for the sectors as being tough owing to what we've seen in terms of poor consumer confidence, the the cost of living crisis, plus the various sort of disruptions that we've had as an industry to the supply chain. For bathroom brands, also it's been a challenging year from a performance point of view. But our results are quite pleasing. They're broadly in line with the market. We've got a few pockets where we've overperformed and a few pockets that we've underperformed. And like many others, we've needed to continue to show resilience And I have to commend all my colleagues at Bathroom Brands, all our customers and suppliers who've, you know, really collaborated and pulled together in different ways to achieve what we've achieved. And we've actually managed to have quite a lot of fun along the way, which is always good. In terms of the outlook, I think the wider geopolitical environment continues to impact the industry. The latest disruption, of course, from the attacks and diversions around the Red Sea, which sort of broke at the beginning of this year, and the impacts there around lead times, costs, and the overall service commitment impact in the near term. And I think more broadly, these continued disruptions are stressing many businesses in the industry and maybe affiliated to the industry and ultimately have impacted on consumers directly. We saw in 23 a couple of notable casualties in the sector, including a large online retailer, a large distributor, inevitably creating some adverse perception amongst consumers. And I think this is a watch out for us collectively and maybe some additional consideration on how we best safeguard consumer interests going forward. As you say, there's a lot of external factors here that are just kind of knocking everybody left, right and centre all the time. But one of the things about bathroom brands, is it's always been very clear. It's a very strategic company. It has lots of plans. What has all this meant for your plans and strategies going forward? Do you need to adapt and change all the time? Or is there a clear roadmap that you stick to? How does it work? 
I think it works at both levels. So we have a clear strategy and we continue to follow that strategy. And we believe that if we look at it over the longer cycle, we can see a very positive trajectory. But in year, if you like, we are having to adapt and we are having to put in initiatives that are more sort of trading related and you know more reactive and responsive to the market. I think in the overall market since COVID, we've seen a yo-yo market which is, is being difficult to navigate. If we look at the market outlook based on analysis reports that we're looking at, we see the market returning over the next two to three years to 22 levels. So in other words, this would represent a more recognizable year-over-year market growth rather than that yo-yo we've been experiencing post-COVID, which I'm sure would be welcome to, to many. In terms of our plans and our our overall strategy, where we continue to be focused and pursue, you know, building a, a better business. So I'd say we're building, we continue to build a better business. We're staying resilient and we're continuing to grow our market share. And ultimately, our goal of being a leading design-led bathroom interior business. And I think this falls broadly into three key focus areas within our strategy. So. The first of which would would be our pursuit of design and continuing to bring forward into the market through our new product introduction program on trend, high quality products. So we've continued to invest in our design capability, our design team and our new products. So we brought into the market more than a thousand new products last year across our four brands of Crosswater Burlington. Britain and newly launched Clearwater Interiors. We're investing across all of our brands relative to the target position. This offers retailers and consumers quality on trend, high design product portfolio at affordable prices. So this is what we strive to and call democratizing design, where we give high quality products at a more affordable price point. Right, you mentioned Clearwater Interiors there, which I think is such an interesting thing you've got going on. That's quite new for you. Explain to me exactly what that is and how it works. So in Decorex 2023, we relaunched Clearwater Interiors. And this is our first brand focused on the luxury end of the market, primarily focused on interior designers. Clearwater Interiors offers the customer a design service, a high level of personalization, complete bathroom solutions. But crucially, it's a carbon neutral, environmentally conscious brand and represents a major step forward for us as a group in respect to our sustainability initiatives. So... Just to explain a bit more around that, we've worked with an independent accreditation body called Climate Partner, and they've worked with us to measure our carbon emissions. And then what we do is we present that data via QR codes, and these are displayed on the individual products. So it's very much a a data-led approach. And alongside this, we have details of carbon offset projects to give the brand the status of carbon neutral. But more importantly, we have a number of initiatives across our business to continuously reduce our carbon footprint going forward in areas such as supply chain, transportation, material selection. So our next steps will be to expand the work with our accreditation partner across other brands and the wider business. So expect to see and hear more about this, as well as our other key focus areas during 2024. You've used the word resilience a couple of times there, and I think it's such an interesting thing to focus on. Because I think for any business, 
big or small, resilience becomes a watchword at, at times like this, doesn't it? You know, head down, get through it, do what you need to do to come out the other side. How do you define resilience? Resilience for me comes back to the point that you made, which we've got a medium-term strategy and we've got short-term actions. And resilience is believing and being consequent to the strategy, but recognizing that we need to be agile and adapt for the short-term events. So it's keeping to the plan and pushing through maybe some short-term headwinds. I suppose since that Brexit referendum in, what, 2016, was it? Yeah. Really, there's been so many things that have just happened since then that have completely out of everyone's control, and everything from, obviously, Brexit referendums to pandemics to wars, so many things. It's almost as if part of the planning process is factoring in things that you have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, it is, and I think planning has been turned on its head, near-term planning, so you're very much plotting scenarios that you think are the most likely scenarios and then preparing as best you can for those scenarios. But we keep getting caught out with completely unplanned events that throw all that up in the air and you you have to regroup. Having said all that, though, I, mean, I know how important independent retailers are to you and you know to you and bathroom brands all the time. But when the market's tough, it must be even more reassuring to have a channel that is overall actually quite robust. Yes, it is. And yeah, the independent retail group and channel is going back to that word, particularly resilient and adapts to the conditions. And we're obviously part of that ecosystem. And we strive here to ultimately, we, we want to provide our bathrooms that through retailers to consumers and ensure that we're providing that you know that service level and customer experience and this year in 24 we're going to be as focused on that as we ever have been so there's a few areas that drive that one is we're looking to continually directly inspire consumers through targeted digital marketing so this is through our brands largely through social media and influencers it drives consumer leads to our partner retailers and then beyond that we are increasing and upping our investment with retail partners to ensure that the consumer wanting our brands have the products and the best experience so in other words we can convert those leads that have been generated into orders. And this has taken the form of a new approach in terms of our in-store display programs. So we've got both new large format, full bays, so we've got the complete bathroom solution. And we've also got a flexible format, which is new in-store wallboards, flexible displays, which allow product to be portable to enable mood boarding in the retail store in line with the current trends. We anticipate that this showroom investment through 24 will represent the largest in display refresh program for for the group over the last five years. I think this is really underlying our commitment to independent retailers and developing our showroom estate. What I like about that is that obviously you're look it's a difficult market right as we've described and so you know you've got to adapt your business accordingly but i think part of the role of a company the size of yours that has the kind of um, inventory that yours has is that you can actively stimulate and invigorate the market a bit rather than just sort of passively sitting back and waiting for it to fix itself yes we are increasing our activity around what i would term that demand creation directly with the consumer 
And that's becoming an, an increasingly important part to inspire the consumer for that new bathroom or new renovation. And we have some very nice examples where retailers will share with us that they've had consumers, you know, customers come into their store with a Instagram post on their phone and, and they've asked for that bathroom. That's what's inspired them and that's what they want. And in many cases, the way we work with retailers with, you know, recommended creation of space. So we, we have a design space, which might, you know, let's say be the front uh, the space at the front cover, the image on the front cover of the brochure, you know, that will be replicated in display. That will then be messaged through social media, inspires a consumer and they come and ask for that solution and they can, they can see it and access it through the local retailer. It's a very, very practical, well thought through process, which is always great. There's nothing conceptual about this. Yeah, this is a very practical thing. One of the things I have really liked about what you've done and what you've invested in is that you have your own in-house design team now, don't you? Which is a very sort of European model of, of how bathroom companies work. But the fact that you have it now, you have your own team there, keeping on top of what the trends are and designing those products yourselves, I think makes a massive difference. That makes you incredibly flexible too. Yes, it does. And we're really delighted with the progress we're making in that area since we invested in our own in-house team two and a half years ago. So last year, we brought out four ranges of originated design brassware, which have been extremely well received in the market. And that gives us that flexibility. It also enables us to really now track interior trends and really back ourselves and offer for the market and retailers and consumers on-trend products that we have originated. And, and we take a huge amount of pride doing that as well. Well, let's round this off, Stephen, now with the big question. Say we're talking in 12 months' time at the start of 2025, where is bathroom brands going to be and where's the market going to be? So I think 24 um, is clearly full of uncertainties. And as a group, bathroom brands, we see upside opportunities, but I think realistically we're planning for a similar, if not slightly improved year on 23. But I think and hope that later this year and into 25, we'll start to see a more recognisable market development that is back to a sort of sustainable growth and has passed beyond this sort of yo-yo period we've had since covid well, look, Stephen, it's always brilliant to talk to you. It's always great to, to hear what your views on the market are. I think you've got a lot of really interesting plans there for the company and for all your customers as well. So, look, thank you so much, and I will see you in March. Thank you, Andrew. Look forward to it.